We want to thank today's sponsor of our show, Byberg Small Business Insurance. Entrepreneurship is full of challenges and uncertainties. Your insurance policy doesn't need to be one of them. You can visit Byberg.com to get a quote in minutes, purchase your policy, and be covered the next day. Policies start as low as $35 a month. You can also call 1-866-757-4487 to speak directly with a licensed agent who will gladly help you through the process and answer any questions you might have. Thank you to Byberg Business Insurance for being a sponsor of the Artie Friends podcast. And as always, we'll link this in our show notes as well as on our website if you guys want to check it out. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today we are doing an episode on how to make, maintain friendships and activities to do together. You know, this is the Already Friends podcast. We got to talk about making friends. And again, one part of making friends is, of course, how to maintain them. And both Allison and I have been thinking about this topic lately. I know Allison had some good ideas and some good stories about maintaining friendships and stuff. So we were just really excited to talk about this. Yeah. And we also want to give you guys some fun activities to do together because I feel like especially in my sober curious journey or as you graduate maybe from college age into adult world, the activities that you do with your friends might change and you guys might be needing some inspiration of things to do with your friends. So we're going to talk about that too. Exactly. But first, as always, we're going to catch up. So Allison, what have you been up to this past week? Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm going to let you have (laughs) the majority of the catch up because I want to hear about Turkey so bad. And my life the last week has not been that thrilling. I've just been at home in my work era. Everything from Airbnb to podcast stuff to 1404. I've just been doing a lot of work. Nothing much to report, but some highlights are that yesterday with the 4th of July, I did take like a half day off. I was really proud of myself. So I clocked out, closed my laptop at like 2 p.m. and Clay and I went and hung out outside in his parents' backyard and soaked up the sun. We had some really good conversation. We made dinner together and that was really nice. And I've just been having really good thrift luck lately. 
Oh. Yes. I <laughs> My schedule has gotten busier since, well, obviously, when I just had the podcast and New Wave, I didn't also have 1404 and the Airbnb, so I don't have as much time to dedicate to thrifting, like the entire process of it, like pr- like scheduling out time for it, getting in my car, driving across town, going to the thrift stores, getting in, looking through stuff, making my selections, checking out, getting home, taking the tags off, washing, drying, inspecting, new tags, new prices, steam. Is it's a very long process. So I don't have as much time to do it anymore. So I had a chat with the universe and I was like, listen, I can only go thrifting like once every three weeks. So when I go in, I need just need to find like a hundred items very quickly that are just so slay because I just need to like bulk do this. <laughs> and literally the past like four times that I've gone, like every couple of weeks, the holes are so good that I'm like tripping. I'm like, I found this um <laughs> House of Harlow Revolve dress thing today that I was like, how the fuck is this at the thrift store? Wow. Like, isn't that a really nice brand? Yeah, big brand. So that's what I've been up to lately. So we don't even need to talk about anything else in my life because I'm dying to know about Turkey because Istanbul has been on my bucket list forever. So tell us all the things. Oh my gosh. Well, I love that. You know, this is how we always say, like both me and you, we ebb and flow. Like when you're having a fun, living your best lifetime, I'm at home chilling with Margot and Connor. And I feel like the same right now. Like I did something really fun last week and you're just, you know, we go up and down, both of us. So that makes sense. But loving your amazing thrift finds. Yeah, I just got back from a week in Turkey. I think I said this two weeks ago on the podcast, but I had a two-day work trip in Saudi Arabia and basically they wanted me to fly like 24 hours out there, stay for two days and then fly home. And I was just like, that is so lame to fly all the way out there, get all this jet lag and then just come home. And so I was like, what if I just delay coming home for like a week because I'm already flying halfway around the world. And so I was just on Google flights looking at what was close and found Turkey flights. I think it was like I paid three fifty. dollars um, to go from Saudi to Turkey and then my company flew me home from Turkey. And yeah, I'm with you also. Like that had just been one of the countries I wanted to visit for so long. And I'm so glad I went there. And I know I'm bummed because we did talk about Jacob Podcast trip out there. But you know what? I'm say less. Like I will go back any moment. Um, yeah, I loved Turkey so much. It's first of all, it's a massive country. So being there for eight days, I barely, barely, barely even scratched the surface of what you can see. There the people are just so nice. It's again, massive. There's so many different cities. I think I caught you guys up on maybe on Patreon. I was supposed to go to Cappadocia. Yeah, my flight got canceled. I've posted it on TikTok too, but like was supposed to do the hot air balloons, like the magical Instagram content, Cappadocia destination, but the universe said you're not going there. So I ended up going to um, Izmir. I flew into Izmir and then I went to Alachate and Chesme, these two beach towns. They're on like the Mediterranean coast of Turkey. Mm, Yeah. And it was, no, it was seriously like, you know how they always say the world knows or like the universe knows what you need. It definitely knew Mm -hmm. that I needed this more than Cappadocia and like no, I don't want to bash Cappadocia for anyone that's going, but the guy who was changing my ticket at the airport at literally 4 a.m. <laughs> the day that my flight got canceled because I was supposed to fly out at 5 a.m. Um, he was like, yeah, I've lived here 27 years and I've never wanted to go to Cappadocia less than right now because it's just like so over tourist visiting. Like it, it's just so overpacked. It's hot, especially in the summer. I guess it's like really, really hot to go to Cappadocia in the summer. And he's like, you know what? Just go another time. Like go when it's less busy because I, I guess like right now, I mean, that's why because I try to get on another flight. I was like, oh, I'll just leave tomorrow or I'll leave the next day. And he's like, yeah, we're booked full for five days. So yeah, again, the world knows what you need to be doing. So now I went to this gorgeous beach town and I felt cool because there weren't as many Americans there. And I feel like uh, many Americans don't really know about Alachate and everyone knows about Cappadocia. So that was like kind of fun. I felt like a little tastemaker, you know, doing something different. And yeah, just spent time at the beach. The water was so blue. Um, Oh yeah. And it was a solo trip, which I did do an episode on the Patreon talking all about solo travel. And I think something that I said like three or four times is like, Allison's been trying to tell me. She's been trying to tell me how good (laughs) solo travel is. And I didn't want to listen. Now I get it. Did you discover it? (laughs) You get it now? I get it. 
I get it. Uh, okay, wait. I want to hear about your spiritual experience and doing Kundalini. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. So I guess that's another kind of fun thing about solo travel. One of the days I was presented with two different things. I could either have gone on a little day trip to Greece. Greece is only like 20 miles off the coast of Chesme, Turkey. There's like a Greek island called Chios. Chios, maybe. Or I could have gone to this like spiritual workshop that I found on Instagram at this like pretty well-known beach club for Al Chache. So it wasn't like a random place, but it was like a, it was called Art With Me. It's like this guy who started these hotels in Tulum. He also started like these workshops that they have them in Tulum, Miami. And this was the first time they did one in Turkey. And I was like, oh, I really want to go to Greece. I've never been to Greece. Like, and I've heard really good things about this island. But also like, I feel like this workshop is also once in a lifetime opportunity. I just could not decide. And then I was like, you know what? I will probably go to Greece another time. And like, I don't know, for some reason, I just chose the workshop. I was just really feeling called to go to the workshop. And also I, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, okay, I've been by myself the last six days. I could also just, I could go on another day by myself and go explore Greece for myself. But I'm like, well, what if I go meet cool people? And like, what if I learn some life-changing advice at this workshop? Because they had, yeah, a kundalini. They had yoga. They had um, some like speaking engagements. They had like the guy who started these hotels speak. This lady who started a fashion line around like native people and like native. She drew inspiration from like native clothing and stuff. Um, she spoke. And then another guy, the guy who started this like beachfront resort beach club, he spoke. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to that. And I'm so glad that I did because of course I met some really amazing people. I feel like the messaging and like these like speaking engagements were so what I needed to hear. Like, and that's again, okay, wrapping that back to solo travel, what I was trying to say is like, maybe I would have been with someone if I was not solo traveling who would have thought like, oh, doing the yoga thing was too woo woo or like, cause we did like chants and we did like Balinese <laughs> yoga, like belly laughing yoga. Have you ever done that? Not belly laughing yoga, but I'm thinking about the first time I did like really woo woo kundalini <laughs> yoga, like those things in Tulum that I was like, this is very different than my studio in Omaha. Yeah. I was not prepared. No, exactly. <laughs> it was very woo woo, but like I loved it. And it was very, yeah, we were like doing chants like set, char, tar, set. Char, tar, like for like 30 minutes, like chanting and like moving our arms and stuff. And then, yeah, we did the Balinese laughing yoga, which was so crazy. And I feel like I'd heard of it and I always wanted, had wanted to do it. And I'm so glad that we did it there. It was only like a five, 10 minute exercise. But you, if you've never heard of this, you like- say, please explain it. Yeah, you like fake laugh. And then at some point in time, like your fake laughing turns into real deep belly laughing. And it was so weird, but I truly felt like I was belly laughing with McKenna or like Connor or someone like it literally went from like us fake laughing like ha 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 but then like at some point like we were fake laughing so long that like I was literally crying tears of laughter like of real laughter it was so weird but like it felt great so yeah yeah I feel like when you're in those moments it it feels less weird because everyone's doing it and you're all yes. in it together but then when you like try to explain them later you're like okay out of context this doesn't seem as magical as it was in the moment. No. And they were like filming it for Instagram stories and stuff. Like there was people with cameras and I'm like, please don't be filming this far. Cause I want, like, I think in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, people are watching us right now. Cause I knew that there's cameras out. But I was like, you know, I just have to get rid of that because I really want this to work. And I really want to be like actually laughing. And yeah, I, like, I don't want to think about what I look like, but yeah, no, that was great. And so, yeah, I'm glad she was a workshop. I met some really great people. I met Anna and her boyfriend. They recently moved. They lived in, Anna's from Russia, but she lived in New York City and her boyfriend. They lived in New York for six years and they just recently moved to Turkey and they live like an hour away from Chesme. So they came in town for this workshop and this workshop was all weekend. I just went to the Sunday one, but it was like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. So it was like a thing that people travel in town for. And yeah, it was like a something that people plan months, months in advance. And I just happened to find it and bought the tickets the day of. But yeah, so maybe if I would have been with someone who thought that was too weird and they would have, you know, if I had really wanted to go to that and they had convinced me to go to Greece, maybe that would have been something I missed out on. So again, one of those pros of solo travel is like you get to choose what you get to do. So yeah, that was very, very fun. And the retreat's called Art With Me and they do stuff, yeah, again, in Tulum and Miami. So highly recommend if you ever get a chance to go to one of those. Okay, so on your solo trip, 
trip or from the workshop, you said you had a lot of realizations or aha moments. Is there anything that really stuck out that you want to share right now? Yeah, I think that one of the things that I thought that maybe I wasn't the best solo traveler for, like I I think that I just, you know, if you think about solo travel, you think about people who are introverted versus extroverted. And to be a good solo traveler, you have to be very introverted because you're spending a lot of time by yourself. And like you just, I don't know, maybe more introvert people would like that more. But I feel like you can be either and totally have a great time because I'm definitely more extroverted. And honestly, being a solo traveler as an extrovert, it just gives you a better chance to connect with people that you would have never gotten to talk to from around the world. So it is like still really great networking and a great opportunity, even if you are more of a talkative person. Because yeah, there were definitely times where I went the whole day without talking to anyone because especially being in Turkey and like this tinier town, English was not the norm. Like I was using Google Translate a lot, which I really loved. And yeah, there are people who literally didn't speak any English. But I don't know. There's also times where if I had been with someone, if I had been with a group of friends, I would have missed out on meeting some really awesome and really cool people. So yeah, not that I ever bashed on solo travel before, but it just wasn't like the thing that I would turn to. Like I would definitely try and find a friend to go on trips with me before just fully sending a solo trip. But I think I'll definitely be more comfortable just fully sending solo trips in the future instead of like trying to find someone to go with me because I just really loved it. And like, yeah, I think that there were definitely moments where I met people that I would have never met if I was with other friends or family or whatnot. Yay. You have no <laughs> idea how excited I am. I'm like so passionate about solo travel. And until you really experience it for yourself, it is one of those things that you're like, I don't know if I'm missing out on anything. And then you do it and you're like, oh, this is a whole other type of travel and experiences that I can start having. And it's amazing. Yeah. I. You definitely get to know yourself. You definitely get to kind of call out yourself on things. You're very self-aware when you're solo. Like that was why I posted this TikTok. Like I'm really not trying to be the person that's like sitting on their phones scrolling all the time when I'm by myself because I feel like when you're by yourself, you just observe other people and you observe yourself. And like I would notice if I would sit down at a restaurant to eat dinner and I would like look at my phone. I'm like, that's so lame. Like I'm in this beautiful part of Turkey. Like I'm by the ocean. And I'm just going to sit here on my phone. Like no. Or like you just notice other people and it's just, it's just very fascinating. It's a very interesting experience. And I highly recommend. So if you want the full deep dive, I did a full episode on the Patreon. We also did a regular episode, I think in September of last year called or how to solo travel. So yeah, all of our thoughts can be found there. But yeah, I had a really great time and highly recommend Alachate, Turkey. It was so pretty. I think a lot of people usually if you're going to go to the beach in Turkey, people go to Antalya or Bodrum. Those are like the popular beach destinations. Have you heard of those, Allison? Because I'd never heard of those, but I have seen those destinations become more popular with US travelers. No. As you're saying them, I wouldn't even know slightly how to spell them. So yeah. for the people like me, we'll definitely have you write those in the show notes because yeah. I think we'd all love to like look it up. No, I'll, I'll definitely link Alachate and Chesme, but Bodrum and Antalya are usually the ones that people go to. And Bodrum is super expensive, super touristy. Like a lot of celebrities and like rich yacht people go there. And I've just heard that it's just, you know, too touristy. And then same with Antalya. Like I've heard it's good, but the beaches are not as pretty as some of the other places that you could go. So to combat those, I would say you should definitely check out Alachate or Chesme. So yes, I'll link this in the show notes. But no, I had never heard of either of those cities either until I was looking from Saudi, but I have now seen a few people going to Antalya. So I feel like it's going to get more popular in the coming years. And yeah. Oh, also that something that I want to, I've taken away from my trips is that I just feel like I really want to make it my goal to shout out more small businesses on social media. Like starting with last month, I shouted out this that charter boat company in Southport, North Carolina. And he actually messaged me. I, I made like a reel saying why I like chartering boats and like shouted out his account and then I shouted out on TikTok. And he messaged me and he's like, I already got three bookings from your Instagram reel. Aww. They found your video and like you changed my life that day for making that video. Thank you so much. And I'm like, oh, this is like so much more rewarding 
then making hauls or just like some other content that I just post on my page. So I'm like, I want to make it my goal. It's like just shout out more deserving small businesses, especially in this freaking recession. Like I feel like everyone's really struggling. So now I'm trying to get people to book at this boutique hotel that I stayed at because it was so amazing. And it's like this small local turkey family. They lived in this house for 30 years. They just turned it into a hotel three years ago because I think in like 2020, they said they had a fire and it like burnt down part of their house. So they like rebuilt the house to be more of a hotel. And it's so cute. They're so nice. Like this, if you saw my Instagram, like it's the family that pulled little like lemons from their lemon tree for me. And like, they're just so deserving of more business. And so, yeah, I just want to travel and shout out small businesses. Like if I can make that my job, that would be goals. Oh my God, a million percent. As a small business owner, I fully understand why a lot of small businesses don't do marketing because usually you're doing everything already for your business. You're like doing the day-to-day operations, the finances, the maybe other areas of marketing, customer service. Like it really is a lot. So they're probably not super technology and social media savvy. And so, yeah, any opportunity that big creators take to shout out small businesses, it like really can be so life-changing for them. Mm -hmm. Even I can tell from personal experience, the one video I made about 1404, I put it on the other account that I made called the Omaha Local. I put it on the TikTok account and the Instagram reels. And between the two, it has like 250,000 views. And I feel like I never need to advertise for 1404 again because like literally everyone comes in and they're like, found you on TikTok, found you on TikTok. And it's just crazy how truly one video can change everything for a small business. Wow. Yeah. So I really commend you for that. And I'm sure that all of those owners will be incredibly thankful. Yeah. So that's my next goal is to try and like find a small business, maybe like once a month or if I'm traveling like once every trip to just shout out because it is like when you're traveling, you go to TikTok and you look up recommendations and it's like really whatever is on TikTok in the first four videos is what mm-hmm. people are going to find and recommend. And sometimes it's not the best option. Sometimes it's literally just what that person, I don't know, you know, what that person found. So it's like, how can we shout out people that are deserving and stuff? So that's also what I took away. And that's maybe another pro to solo travel. Maybe actually 100% for sure. If I was not by myself, I don't think I would have chatted with the family that owns that hotel. I don't think I would have gotten to know them. Like they invited me to sit down for dinner. And if I was with other people, I don't think that they would have invited, you know, all of us to sit. You know, it's just, yeah, so much magical things happen when you're solo traveling. So yeah, my trip was great. Yeah. Oh, and also I guess I got back like three days ago and definitely caught a cold from flying. Um, So that's why I sound like this. I should have shouted that out in the beginning. But yeah, that's why I sound kind of gross. But it was so worth it. Definitely worth it to have the trip of a lifetime. So glad to be back and resting. Well, maybe we could shout right now the open spot on our Costa Rica trip in case anyone is feeling inspired and wants to come travel with us. Yes. Oh my gosh. We have one spot left on our October 2023 Costa Rica trip. So if you're feeling like a life change changing trip is in your future. That's definitely something that we are planning. We want to make this trip so amazing, full of community, full of friendship. We have some really fun bonus activities planned and some surprises planned as well. So if you want to come to Costa Rica with myself, Allison, and 19 other Already Friends podcast listeners, go to our website alreadyfriendspodcast.com. There's more info there. And yeah, it's first come first serve. So if you hear this and you want to come book it ASAP because that one spot will not mm-hmm. will not last long. No, because we were sold out, but something happened with the traveler. So now we have this one spot left and this is the first that anyone is hearing about it. So <laughs> yeah. run if that is something you're interested in. Yeah. Okay. Well, Peaks of the week. Sorry, I rambled so long for Turkey, but there's just so much to say. Yeah, what was your peak of the week? My peak of the week, this is a small little adorable thing. I'm like always shouting out my bank across the street. It's like the local Dundee bank, but I love them. They (laughs) do such a good job at elevating the customer banking experience. But I was in there yesterday. Well, no, two days ago. Yesterday was the 4th of July. And they had these 
uh, plants over in the corner. And I was like, Elliot, what are you doing with these plants? Because they also, it was next to the apples that are free. So me being frugal and always looking for free shit, I'm like, what are you doing with these plants? He's like, yeah, we got new ones. So I guess we just, we just don't need those anymore. Like you can just take them. And I was like, what? <laughs> yes. And I'm, <laughs> so I took it home and I have been wanting to add way more plants to my apartment, which was the store side where New Wave was. And then of course the store moved on to 1404. And before I didn't have a lot of plants in here because when it was the shop, it just didn't make sense. I didn't know, I didn't have a green thumb and I didn't want to have to worry about watering them or people thinking they were for sale. So I just like didn't have any. And I have slowly been accumulating more and more. So I think I have like my money tree, like five cacti. And then today I took the plant out of its pot and I watched some videos on TikTok about how to propagate a pothos. And so I split it up into like 10 different containers because I didn't have one big pot to put them in. And so I used mostly all glass jars, but there were a few that still had the roots that I was able to salvage some of the dirt and replant. And I'm feeling very proud of myself. Time will tell if I did an okay job with these. But, you know, after listening to Mariah on the episode you did with her, Mariah of Growing Joy. Yeah. And reading her book and looking up some videos, I felt inspired and I was like, you know, I have no skin in the game. This was a free plant. So he didn't have a bright future as it was. So it can't get any worse for him, I guess. (laughs) As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash alreadyfriends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash alreadyfriends to take your retail business to the next Next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, great. Okay, so you brought him back to life. Yeah. I was like thinking, I feel like this is like what I do with like thrifting. I like find this item that no one wants and I'm like, let me give you a better life. So I like (laughs) got this plant and now it's so much more lively in here. Like I'm amazed what 10 plants around the room has totally done for the space. Like it just feels so much more lively. It took everything in me today not to be like, oh my God, I'm just going to go buy like 10 more plants. I was like, chill, like relish in the excitement and the joy that you're getting from these before just like immediately going and like getting more like you already got the excitement just sit on that for a second yeah yeah that's great i'm loving this for you i mean that's what yeah maria says she's like once you get one you get 30 and you can't stop and it becomes an addiction 
Literally. I know <laughs> the Airbnb, they're looking so good over there. I am so proud of myself. There's probably like 10, 10, 15 wow. at the Airbnb now and they're all alive. They're all killing it. I'm like, whoa, I'm so proud of myself because I used to not be able to keep a plant alive. The I actually used to just overwater them, I think, but I came up with this term for myself, watering Wednesdays, because usually mm. if there's going to be a night of the week that the Airbnb is not really booked, it's kind of Wednesday because it's just like in the middle of the week. And so I have been watering my plants on Wednesdays and it helps me not forget and not overdo it. And maybe that's been the key all along. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like that is definitely probably the number one reason people hurt their plants, myself included, is probably overwatering. So I definitely resonate with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how about you? What was your peak of the week? I mean, how to choose for my past trip, right? But I will say, we know me, love being on the water. And so I probably said my peak of the week was just going to the beach. I did a day on a boat. I think it was like six or seven hours where they had lunch included. They made us lunch. We just went out on this boat and it was it was called St. Mary's Boat. And it was like their slogan was enjoy the quiet because, you know, there's a lot of boat tours where it's like music blasting, people drinking, partying. But this boat was enjoy the silence. That's what it was. Enjoy the silence. And it was just quiet. They had no music. Everyone was just like napping or like listening to their headphones. And it was like a little sailboat thing. And it was so nice. And we would just dock at three different places along, I think it was like the Red Sea or the Agency. Oh gosh, I gotta look at a map. But on the Mediterranean, we just like swam in Gatorade blue water, soaked up the sun, listened to some podcasts by myself. And yeah, so that was probably my peak. Got some fresh watermelon. Like it was such a great day. Also, everything is so, not so cheap, but everything was a lot more affordable in this town that I went to. Like for a seven hour boat ride, I paid 30 euro. So like what? That's so unheard of. Like I did a three hour boat ride in Istanbul uh, around sunset. And it was like $20. So yeah, another reason to go to this like smaller beach town in Turkey. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Also love the enjoy the, the silence. <laughs> yeah. That they definitely amazing. have a crowd. Like, yeah, you know, there's definitely people that like we would dock at some of these little beaches and the big giant boat like blasting music would pull up and I'm like you know there's a time and place for that too but they've got a market like mm -hmm. some people don't want the loud crazy families and people so I appreciated the quiet boat it's funny that you like took back you saying cheap because I had the same realization a couple weeks ago that I, I had called something that I pay for cheap and I felt so bad after I was saying it because cheap, I also kind of feel like it means like it's like either not well made or it's not as good of a service as it could be. Like it's like crappy, you know, yeah. like the connotation of it being cheap and needing to use the word like affordable more often because they're not always the same and it can be really degrading if, if I say like, oh, that's so cheap instead no, of being affordable like, oh, I was pleasantly surprised how affordable it was. Yes, I 100% agree. Because like, yeah, $30 is so affordable for what I got because I did something similar in the Galapagos, for example. And that was like four hours on a boat, snorkeling, docking, no lunch included. Or maybe they did give us some food, but no lunch. And it was like $130. So like definitely affordable. Like it's it's all relative. Like, But yeah, I agree. I wouldn't say like cheap because mm -hmm. that's actually, yeah, it's a loaded word, but yeah, affordable for sure. We're going to take a quick break to talk about today's sponsor of our show, Bybrook Small Business Insurance. As a new business owner, you might feel lost and overwhelmed, so talking to an insurance expert can be really reassuring and provide peace of mind You can spend more time running your business and doing what you love. Whether you're a contractor, landscaper, photographer, podcaster, life coach, consultant, notary, or maybe you own a business like a travel agency, a boutique, or healthcare and social assistance industries, whatever you do with your small business, there's a good chance insurance can protect you and your company from the potential risks of owning and operating a business. We actually had on insurance advisor Ben Topping from Byberg on episode 131, and he actually talked us through real-life small business scenarios where insurance was crucial. We both learned so much in that episode, and I definitely feel more empowered as an entrepreneur now knowing what I know about insurance and how it's so important for businesses, not only for myself, but for our listeners too. In this episode, you'll hear about the different types of small business insurance policies, why you need it, and what it covers. 
If you call 1-866-757-4487, you can speak with one of Byberg's licensed agents and they'll walk you through each of their policy types and how to get a specific policy for your business needs. Or you can call that number to purchase a policy within minutes. You can also go to buyberg.com and be covered the next day. Byberg is part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway company, so you can trust they will be there financially. They have a 4.9 star average customer review rating and it is truly a one-stop shop for your business insurance needs, which is amazing and policies start as low as $35 a month. Thank you to Byberg for sponsoring our show and having been on in episode 131. Okay, should we read your guys' peaks? Yes. Okay, I'm like so excited to read this one from Mars because I'm so proud of her. She said, started a new job and got a $10,000 promotion with it. Congratulations. That is really fucking awesome. Yay, congrats. Wow, we love jumping up in your career, making those moves. That's awesome. Okay, Max said a girl's trip to the Muskoka, Muskoka's <laughs> and a beer spa. And she put a little Canadian flag. So I'm assuming that's somewhere in Canada. Um, Wow, we love a girl's trip. And I'm glad you had a good time. There's quite a few in here about Taylor Swift. <laughs> so <laughs> um, because in the Midwest right now, we do have a lot of Midwest listeners. I think her tour has been going through here. So Maggie said unexpectedly getting Taylor Swift tickets for cheap. Other people said they went to the concert. Another girl said that they're launching a Taylor Swift project on their podcast this week. So have so much fun. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but I love this for all of you and how much joy it brings you. Amazing. And Blair said, having a day off work for the 4th of July. Yes, we hope you all had the best 4th of July. Hopefully you just got to rest or hang out with family or do nothing. You know, that's great too. So hoping you guys all had a good holiday. And as always, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram story at Artie Friends Podcast every Monday. Okay. Well, getting into today's topic, like we said, as the Artie Friends Podcast, we feel like we got to have some episodes about making friends and just friend topics in general. So I feel like one of the reasons that we always kind of want to talk about these things or make an episode about how to make friends is because making friends as adults can be kind of challenging. Like no one talks about it, but there are barriers and things that, you know, we kind of tell ourselves or just scenarios that kind of make it harder to find your besties or find those friend groups as adults. Yeah. And there's usually a lot of transitions in the type of people that we hang out when, when we go from kind of like our teens to early 20s to our 30s. And I think part of this is even like how to trust friends again. Like if you've had some friendship breakups or you've had people move away and your long distance friendship wasn't working out in the same way that we get hurt and wounded from romantic relationships. Like I feel like we can easily have some fear around thinking that people wouldn't want to be our friend as well. And so having some blocks up like that might make it harder for you to put yourself out there. Yeah, totally resonate with that. And also I feel like, you know, as adults, sometimes it takes a few tries to find the right people. So maybe you try something that we've already, we're going to mention here in a second and it didn't work the first or second time. And I feel like that leaves us feeling a little discouraged, but it does take some tries. You know, we're not always going to find the people that we click with right away. So yeah, we're hoping that you can try some of these tips and hopefully find those people that you do connect with. A hundred percent. And don't beat yourself up if it does take a few tries. If you think about it in other ways, like a job, it, it usually takes a few tries and career shifts before you find find your dream job. Mm -hmm. You usually date quite a few people before you find your dream partner. You might move to various cities before you find the place that like you really want to call home. So don't feel like you're a bad person or you're unlikable if you haven't quite found those people that you like really, really click with yet. They're coming, they're out there for you. And the more that you follow some of these tips that we'll give and trust in it, the closer and sooner you'll be to connecting with those people. I love that. Well, I think we can go into some tips, how to make friends. I think we can share what's worked for us. So starting right off the bat, I would say going to events has been a great way for myself to make friends. Um, meetups like networking happy hours or networking coffee events. One that I really 
liked that I went to in college. And they also have them in, I think, every major city in the US um, is this organization called One Million Cups. I think that's a great way to meet some people in the professional space. They do, I think, monthly or biweekly meetings where people just have coffee and then they have a speaker come. So this one's kind of more entrepreneurship minded, but nonetheless, a great way to meet people in your area, make friends. But yeah, any events like walk meetups, I feel like on social media and on Facebook events, there are so many different things that you can go to and connect with like-minded people literally in any hobby. Absolutely. Even just browsing Eventbrite in either your town or city or nearby ones, there are a lot of events on there and not all of them necessarily even cost money, but people will list their events on there to get more exposure. Same with Facebook. So even though Facebook is kind of a dinosaur, I do feel like Facebook is really good for finding events where you can meet people. Yeah. And like even neighborhood flyers, neighborhood newspapers. I have a friend who just joined her gardening community in her neighborhood. And like we always reference Dr. Chelsea Shields episode, but I mean, that was just such a mind-blowing best episode ever. But she talked about how you need to have intergenerational friendships. So maybe when you think of a gardening club, you don't think of necessarily people maybe your age, but I think it's still just as important to meet people across multiple generations. So yeah, I think events are a great way to meet people because anyone that's showing up to that event is in the mind space that they want to talk to other people. They want to meet other people as well. So I feel like you're getting a really good impression of people and like those people are ready to talk to you and want to talk to you and want to make new friends. Absolutely. I think another great one is group fitness classes. If your city is big enough, that class pass is a good option. I feel like that would be a great way to try out a bunch of different studios and meet a lot of different people while, you know, killing two birds with one stone. You're getting to try different workout classes while also meeting a lot of different type of people. At one week, you could go to boxing, the next Pilates, the next a regular gym yeah. and not being afraid to like stay after class if that's appropriate at that studio. I know when I had my yoga membership last year, I feel like I literally met half of Omaha through there. And anytime someone comes in to my shop and says that they're new to Omaha, which actually literally happens like every single day. And I can tell that they're lonely because they like go out of their way to tell me when they're checking out like, oh, I just moved here. And I'm like, oh, you're coming in because you like don't know anyone here yet. And you're like still trying to find connections here. I like always say to go join or at least try the yoga studio that I was that because I was like, I literally made 50 friends from that yoga studio. And it made me feel so much more connected to the people around me. And even though I didn't maybe hang out with like that many of them outside of yoga, it was a great way like on a work day to still have a little bit of connection with people. Wow. That's great. I feel like with the workout classes, like you said, don't be afraid to stay after class. I feel like you kind of do need to put in a little bit of work there because there've been workout studios that I had gone to for like a year and a half and I never talked to anybody. Like I just showed up, worked out and left. But on the other side, I've had studios where I talked to the instructors. Like I have a friend, Corey Fay. She's the queen of meeting like 20 friends at any workout class. Like she'll talk to everybody. She'll talk to the instructor. So I feel like, yeah, don't be afraid to introduce yourself to the instructor. Even if you've had class with them five, six times, it's never too late to say hi, to intro yourself because yeah, you can make some really good friends at those places. And don't be afraid to go to the same time and day every week. I feel like that's how those workout class group friendships get really bonded too. It was like those Monday 9 a.m. class people or the 6 a.m. people. Like you always hear about those groups that become tight because they always go to the same time and day. Oh yeah. Clay, my boyfriend being a workout instructor, he, I feel like I know the names of all of his regulars. He'll be like, mm-hmm. so-and-so from the 6 a.m. Like they all come at the same time. It's so cute. I also wanted to shout like workout clubs that meet at a specific place. Like for example, there's this coffee shop here in Omaha called Zen Coffee. And I don't know how or what the connection is, but there's a running club that meets at Zen. And then they like do this loop that goes around and then it ends at Zen so that they can get coffee. I mean, maybe that just is the connection because it's nice. But if you have either like a local coffee shop or a bank or something like that near your house, ask them if they have some type of a book club or 
a running club or a biking club or something that meets because more often than not, there probably is. Wow. Wait, that's so cute. I love that. Yeah, I know. Like it's just because everyone wants community, you know, and but not everyone is social media savvy and puts these events online. Like there's also a lot of people in older generations that have set up these activities or meetups or things that have probably been happening for years. You just don't know about them yet. Yeah. So keep an eye out for those flyers when you're in a coffee shop or yeah, if you are a runner or have that one niche, don't be afraid to Google it or just see what's going on in your community. I think something that's worked really well for me, and I think this is not new tip or new info, (laughs) but like finding people on Instagram and jamming them is such a great way to make friends that have similar interests to you. It's kind of like a way of pre-screening someone. You know, you can kind of see on their Instagram if you guys have similar interests. You know, you're you're not necessarily going to know if you guys click from finding them on Instagram, but it's a great way to see, you know, if you love traveling and this person posts, they travel a lot and they live in your town. Like such a great way to find people and yeah, possibly become friends. That's how me, my good friend now, Jane, connected here in St. Louis. She found my page from a friend of a friend and we both travel. We both live in St. Louis and she messaged me and we got coffee and now we're really good friends. So yeah, I think that's maybe one of my most successful way of finding friends, either me finding people on TikTok or from them posting or yeah, like I said, vice versa. But yeah, that's always a good way to make friends for me. And my last suggestion would just be like out in the wild where you're maybe just at the zoo. I think the zoo came to mind because I said wild. (laughs) And maybe like a cute little district or at a vintage shop. I think if someone comes up to you and they compliment your outfit or they just give you some nice compliment or they ask your name or something, you're going to probably be flattered and engage in conversation. There's been so many times where I've just been like working my store and I'll be kind of conversing specifically like with one customer or group of customers and another customer like chimes in the conversation and then like the whole group starts talking and then everyone becomes friends. Then I'm like, wait, we should exchange socials. So I feel like even in that moment, if you can just kind of, if you see someone out at a bookstore, wherever, and you're like, they look really cool. I would love to be friends with them. We'll just go up, give them a compliment and like exchange socials. And then if you guys feel called to message after that, go for it. Like that has actually worked for me many times. It doesn't mean you always have to immediately be best friends, but it's nice to have connections in your city. And maybe if you're similar people with similar lifestyles, you might see them out and about. And then you're like, oh my gosh, that's that one person that I ran to, ran into a few weeks ago. And who would have thought that they actually went to my yoga studio? I had no idea or whatever. Yeah. We totally forget that you can just go up to people. And like you said, that that person's going to be so flattered that you complimented them or even just said like, you're so cool. I want to be friends. Like even if, I don't know, they're not interested, which when has anyone ever turned down like chatting with someone or getting their Instagram and connecting? Like never, that they're going to be so flattered. And it's such good energy. Like you can feel someone's intention. Like you can feel their good energy. And that's literally how I made my friend at that yoga retreat last week. Like this girl was sitting in front of me on her mat and we had finished yoga. And I like turned to her and like made a comment just like, oh my God, that was, this part was so hard, huh? And then later on she was like, yeah, when you talk to me, I could just feel your good energy. Like I knew I wanted to be your friend. So like you can tell someone's intention. Like if you're going into it being positive and nice, they're going to receive that really well. So So I love that tip. Yeah. And I definitely feel like you can read this situation and go to them in a way that's like not creepy or overbearing. That's just like genuine (laughs) because I do want to caveat and say that this feels so mean, but I have to say it because this is a tip of how not to make friends. There's this one girl that has been one of my customers for years and the volume of her voice is so loud. You could hear it out the door across the street a mile away. And it's so overwhelming that I like literally can't even talk to her. And I can, it, she was in the shop the other day and literally people left because she was so unaware of how much attention she was taking from the entirety of the environment because like people couldn't even have side conversations because it was just like so overbearing. And I feel like maybe to her, she's like, I'm putting myself out there. Like I'm going up and I'm trying to converse, but also not being like so aggressive and loud that you like scare people kind of, you know? Yeah, I, I think that 
in sales. Like I remember learning this at Mizzou in one of my sales classes. It's like, if you want to sell something or make someone feel comfortable with you, you should mirror what they're doing. So maybe in that situation, if she was going up to someone that's more quiet and reserved or like the vibe of the whole room was quiet, maybe she should have mirrored that calmness, or like that quietness of that space. Mm, but if she's at a music festival and the girl next to her is fist bumping and singing really loud, maybe she's like, oh my God, this is my time to shine. This girl and loud. I are going to be best friends. Yeah, that's a, or a little pro tip there. Like try to mirror that. what the other person's vibe or you know, even down with the sales class, they got to the nitty gritty. Like if that person's legs are crossed, you should cross your legs. Like that makes people feel more comfortable and subconsciously with you if you mirror what they're doing, but don't make it so obvious. But maybe in that situation, she could have mirrored the volume of her voice. She could, I mean, that's a great tip. That's making me think of so many things. Like if someone's sitting rather than like standing over them mm-hmm. while you're trying to like get to know them, like sit down with them. If the other person's standing, stand. If you... Yeah. Okay, I'm blanking now that I said it, but... If their arms are crossed or if they're turned sideways, like maybe you can turn that way too. Yeah, there's just a lot of things, but especially demeanor and volume, I feel like you could definitely mirror. Because yeah, there's nothing worse than when you're, you know, in a more chill mood and someone's really chaotic and loud or you're, I don't know, trying to be happy and positive and like someone's just really quiet and like in a sad mood or something. Just, yeah, try to mirror what that person is doing. And mostly people love to talk about themselves. So if you just go up and ask people questions about themselves, most people are like so happy to have someone ask them about something while showing genuine interest that they'll just gladly tell you. And if you do that a couple of times and then you walk away, that person is going to be like, oh my God, they were so nice. They were so (laughs) interested in all these things I have to say. And they'll literally like you more, even if they didn't even really get to know anything about you. 100%. That's literally straight from that one book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Like, that, not that that's where you got it from, but like there's literally a chapter about that. Like a kid wants an internship and he walks into the person's office and for an hour only asks questions about the head boss guy did not say a single thing that qualified him to get this internship. And like, he walked away with the job. Like, you just, wow. people love talking about themselves. And like, it's not a bad thing, but they don't get the chance all the time. And if you're genuinely curious and like genuinely asking questions, people like you said are really gonna like you. Mm-hmm. I also love that when you just said the yoga thing and you were like, oh, that part was really hard. Vulnerability is automatically going to make you closer with someone, whether that's someone you're already friends with, whether this is a stranger, whether this is someone at work. When you can admit like a flaw or that something was hard or that you're going through something, people immediately will feel more comfortable around you because it's like, oh, I don't have to have my guard up as much. Or like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're a real person too that also struggles with stuff. And you leading with that, with the girl in the yoga class, like immediate made her, probably made her feel safe. Like, oh oh my God, I thought that was so hard too. And I was kind of in my head feeling like lame because it was hard or something. And now this girl just made me feel so much better. And then she read your energy that you're just like a nice non-judgmental person where maybe before she could have thought like, oh my gosh, I wonder if these people in the room are judging me because like I didn't know how to do this one part or something, you know? And so then you can connect on the struggles of whatever is happening around you. Wow. That is a great tip. I love that so much. Yeah. I didn't even realize I did that, but so true. Vulnerability is such a great connector. And something I need to get better about myself. So I'm saying that as that is something that I'm actively working on. Same. I think, yeah, a lot of (laughs) us, it's hard to be vulnerable with people. But like we always say, it's for the better and it brings us together. So it shouldn't be so hard, but it is. (laughs) Okay. So I think we can do some tips for how to maintain friendships. I know for me, this is something that I struggle with because I feel like there's no set rule book or guideline for how to maintain friendships. Do you feel like there is? Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I also feel like people's expectations of frequency differ Mm -hmm. a lot. Like to one person hanging out once a week might seem like way too frequent. And to the other person, that might be not be enough. Yeah. And so you're going along and you might be thinking that you're doing a great job of maintaining the friendship and the other person might feel like totally abandoned. Right. And something else that happens as we get older, you know, we all get more and more busy and, you know, it can be hard to find the time. And yeah, like you said, maybe a phone call once a month with a friend you feel like is sufficient and 
Other times, the person on the other end could feel frustrated that you're not talking more. But I feel like for me, I just try to do the best I can. And even if someone hasn't reached out for a while, you know, because sometimes it can be frustrating when you haven't heard from a friend and it's like, well, it's a two-way street. Like, why aren't they reaching out? Why aren't they being proactive on this? Why aren't they calling me. I don't know. I think we're all trying to do our best. We're all humans. We're all busy. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people have struggles on the background that you don't even know about. And so I feel like it's better just not be stuck in your ego. It's better just be the person that calls, be the person that texts, even if you haven't heard from that person. I feel like, I don't know, for me, I try try not to get hung up on, well, they didn't text me on my birthday or, and they didn't call me. And it's been six months now. It's like, well, just, just do it. Like, I don't know. You never again, you never know what's going on. And that person might have some social anxiety. They might be so stressed out. They may not just be a good texter, good caller. So I don't know. For me, I just go ahead and just try to be the person that makes the initiative, even if it feels frustrating when that person hasn't reached out in a while. I don't think it's personal. No, definitely not personal. And like, think of how many activities and special dates you have to remember in your own life. It's like, I got my birthday, my anniversary, my family's birthdays their anniversaries and you're like trying to keep track of like all your friends it's like so much and there's definitely been friends that I like haven't said a proper happy birthday to and I'm like I'm so sorry I I didn't have it written down like I ended up seeing on social media and I just I don't think that's something that people should be ending friendships over unless it's like something really important to someone and it depends how close you are and maybe that's just coming from me because I don't care that much about my birthday so like if someone doesn't tell me happy birthday zero chance I'm gonna notice but Mm -hmm realizing that, yeah, like if someone doesn't say happy birthday or doesn't remember something, they're probably not doing it maliciously. They're probably just very busy. But I did want to shout a good way to maintain is to ask people their love language because for one friend that, um, what's the one where it's like in time, quality time, Mm -hmm. they might really want to meet in person and have that very present phone sitting down heart to heart conversations where maybe someone else whose is words of affirmation just wants like a, hey, I'm thinking of you text like here and there. I think that could also play into it. That's really good. I have a friend who's big advocate for asking friends and coworkers what their love language is. Because yeah, for some people, like you said, it can just differ so much and you want to treat that person the way that they want to be treated. I think that's great. I think for me, I'm a good classic phone caller. I love bringing a friend when I'm thinking about them. So if if they happen to be free, and I love receiving calls from friends when they're thinking about me because I work from home and I kind of have the free time for the most part. It's like if someone calls me and I am free, I love picking up and just chatting there on the spot because sometimes you can go so back and forth on scheduling a call that you just like delay even doing the FaceTime date or the the phone call date. So sometimes I just love if someone rings me and I just happen to be free or I'm like, oh wait, I'll just go for a walk right now. Like, let's just talk now. I love that. But also if you are busy and they ring, you at least you can text them and schedule a proper chat and that phone call lets you know that they're thinking of you or that you're thinking of them so yeah I I say don't be afraid to just bring someone when you're thinking of them and if they are busy they'll just let you know and then you guys can schedule a good time to talk absolutely and kind of similar to that voice memos I think I shouted this out on the podcast already didn't I yeah yeah just because sometimes like you said someone might be working or not available so I've just been in my nice voice memo era where if I'm thinking of someone rather than just sending a text I try to make it like a little more personal and send them a voice memo saying that I'm thinking of them maybe I'll catch them up and I'll be like yeah just like let me know what you've been up to and then they can reply when it's convenient for them and then you guys can feel a like a little more caught up than just texting Mm -hmm. back and forth. And then once, you know, you both can figure out a time to like actually do a phone call or FaceTime, that's better. But I think sometimes we don't do stuff because we're waiting until it's like just the right moment. This is something that Clay and I were actually talking about yesterday is I have a problem where I won't see someone for too long. And so then I finally see them and then I'm like, oh my God, this is so fun. And then I turn it into like a five hour hangout because I also, it's two-sided. One, I actually am having a good time with them and want to stay longer. But two, I like feel guilty that I haven't made the time to see them. So I'm like trying to overcompensate for how long it's been since we've seen each other. But then my social battery is like dead by the end, even if they're amazing and they're those friends. I just like am more introverted and my life is so social that like doing a five hour hangout is like way too much for me, even like three hours, like it's just too long. And I need to get way better about doing more frequent hangouts that are like literally an hour. It's like, 
hey, I have a like a break in between things like from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Like, do you want to just go meet for a cup of coffee? And me actually holding myself responsible to leaving. And I think that's probably part of like being an entrepreneur and having a little more flexibility in my schedule. But then I sabotage myself because... I don't do the other things I needed to do or I miss my workout class or I stay up way too late. And then it kind of like leaves a bad taste in my mouth about the hangout because I'm like, damn it, this like got me so off schedule when I deliberately did it to myself. I don't know if there's anyone out there that's relating to this, but I also, I've been doing this since college. Like then I'd be like, oh my God, it's Friday night. I want to go out. And my tank would be, or my cup would be empty. And then I would stay out super late. And then it's like, no wonder I'm exhausted at work all weekend. So my advice for this, like, in summary, it would be like if you're also drained easily or more introverted or your life is really busy, you can still squeeze small bits of hangouts in and they don't have to be this like big production where you're like hanging out for hours and you're like making this whole meal together and you're playing board games after. Like you can literally just go for a quick walk, go to a workout class together where maybe you even only get to kind of like see each other for a little bit at the beginning, a little bit after. Like don't wait until it's like the perfect opportunity to hang out with a friend because there's life is busy. Like it, it could take months before you're both free for this whole like perfect hangout. Yeah. I so love that and agree with that. Like I wrote down, for example, I had a friend, I was in her town for four hours. I literally had a long layover in New York and I had run into the city to buy some gear for our shoot. And my friend was working that day and she had an hour lunch break. And I'm like, I know you're working, but like, if you have a chance during your lunch break, I'd love to see you. We had lunch together and it was so amazing. And like, was it the weekend visit to New York that I would have loved to do with this friend? Like I hadn't seen her since December. I would have obviously loved to spend three proper days with her, but no, even that one hour lunch break was amazing. It totally filled our cup. Like I feel like I got to get caught up to speed with her life. And like, yeah, doing that was so much more worth it than just postponing to when we would have had more time. So I think you're so spot on with that. Like visits can be an hour. It can be two hours. Like You don't need to totally drain your day, drain your weekend, especially if you're more introverted, drain your cup for these friendships. Like you can get that same effect and like you can totally maintain a friendship off of those shorter visits those are just as special and important for sure. A hundred percent. And I'm working on not feeling guilty about that of being like, hey, okay, like I actually do have to leave at this time and actually wrapping up and following through with that. So if you guys relate, I'm with you. Um, if you have any tips, let me know. <laughs> but I think for me, like scheduling something after that, I'm like, I can't be late to this. Like, yeah. for example, I'm meeting someone on Friday afternoon and I have a massage at three. So I'm like, I kind of deliberately planned it like that because I'm like, I know that then it's like, oh my God, then it could turn into like a Friday afternoon thing and then suddenly we're going to dinner because I know myself. And I think I told you guys a few weeks ago on here that me hanging out with people on a Friday night, is like a very very self-sabotage behavior of mine that I'm trying to cut because my long work days are Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the Airbnb, with the shop, our podcast episode comes out on Friday. Like most of my more intense hands-on work is over the weekends. But on Friday, I'm not super tired yet. So I'm like, oh my God, let's do it. And then Sunday afternoon comes around. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Why? Oh, because I hung out with people for eight hours last night. Oh, I wonder why. So whatever day for you guys is like where you need to do your self-care, we can work together to figure out the nights that maybe we need to be alone and prep for our busy days. And then when we can hang out with friends, when our cup is full, that it feels fun and exciting and doesn't lead to self-sabotaging other parts of our lives. Because, you know, eight dimensions of wellness, everything has to work together. Yeah. So I'm excited for you to be on that journey. Because I mean, it is like you said, I don't know if you said this, but in my head, I'm thinking it's probably because you're an entrepreneur and you have to make your own schedule and hang out with those friends friendships and those friends feel so good. But like you have to manage your time of like, okay, I have to don't be done with this because I have to do all this stuff and no one's gonna, going to be holding me to a schedule like a regular job. So that's kind of one of those tough parts that, yeah, it feels like you kind of have to oh, regulate yourself. Yes. And it's so much easier if you're an employee, you can tell your friends or your family like, oh, I can't do this thing. Like my boss, my boss. Like, like I literally I'm, have I'll an hour lunch work. break. <laughs> yes. Like I but when go. you're in, <laughs> yeah, but when you're in charge, it 
it feels more personal and I'm probably totally projecting. Like I'm, I don't even know if my friends or family like feel this way, but it feels more mean, I guess. If I'm like, oh, I can't do something because they're like, yeah, you can. I'm like, no, I actually can't. I'm like, I could kind of, but it doesn't come without some sacrifice. Yeah. No, I think that that's definitely a relatable struggle. And I don't think that you should feel bad if, you know, I don't think the right people would hold you to having to change your whole day around them. I think that those hangouts can totally be shorter and just as intentional and maintain those friendships. Well, I think we're going to do some activities suggestions, but I feel like that can be a separate episode um, because we've already chatted here for a little bit too long (laughs) or longer than we wanted. And I feel like we have so many activity ideas that maybe we could make that like a little, its own moment, its own episode. Honestly, I love that. I'm going (laughs) to rapid fire five and then I'll save all of my other ones for that whole episode because you're right. We do need more friendship episodes. We've already talked for too long and then we can dedicate to that. One, I was going to shout while it's still summer, get a library card and go to the library with your friends. Kara's been saying the library card things for years. I finally went and got one, took people and I was like, this is so fun and it's free. Rent the little bicycles that are in your city and go for a bike ride together. Um, Oh my God, I have a little list. Where did my list go? Oh, clean something at your house, like maybe the pantry or your closet. But I feel like we forget that we can do home projects with people. Even if you're like painting, it's like, hey, yeah, I don't have time on Saturday because I'm like painting my house. But if you want to come and help, same thing with like garden stuff. And... I think it was just going to be a workout class. Yeah. Those are my five. I totally had Jane over like a month or two ago. And I was like, I desperately need to clean my office. Like, can we just sit upstairs and I'll clean and you just, we'll put on the bachelor. It was like still on the bachelor was on. I was like, I'll put it on my laptop and like, we can just watch upstairs. Like, can we please just sit upstairs? She's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you don't have to ask me that. That's a no brainer. But like, it was so helpful because I was putting yeah. off that project so long and it was just so nice to do that. While she was just sitting there. This is perfect. I love that tip. Any quick rapid fire ones from you? Honestly, no. I will save it for whenever we do that episode. um, Because I love those ones that you said. And I think those are great tips. So yeah, I think all in all, maintaining friendships can be harder than making friendships. But like we said, it's a two-way street. And I think just sending that thoughtful voice memo or just like ringing a friend, even if they're busy, like that totally goes to show that you're thinking of them. And yeah, I think it's, it can be tough, but you know, like we said, everyone's busy. Everyone's doing their best. Like we're all humans. So just, yeah, try to be that friend that you would want on the other end. And I think that it'll all work out. Amazing. And as always, we have to plug the Facebook group because we're really trying to build it up. So go to Facebook. It's called Artie Friends Travel something. Yeah, it's like Artie Friends Networking Group Travel. We're just trying to make it as if Bumble BFF was a Facebook group. And we do want to do some really casual events in St. Louis and Omaha. Like Not even events, just like saying, hey, we're going to go for a walk in Forest Park or... We're going to get coffee at so-and-so. And that's something that I would love to do this year and maybe even this summer. Like, just shout out to the Already Friends community. Like, if anyone wants to walk with me in the park, like, it would be great to Come meet you guys. Over. And connect. <laughs> yeah, like, we really want to be like a little Bumble, Bumble BFF but not an app and just like as a Facebook group and as a podcast. And that's the vibe we're going for. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know. But make sure you join that group because we'll definitely post about it in that group and on our socials and whatnot. 100%. And even if we're like not posting in the Facebook group or like say on our socials, if you join the Facebook group and then look who else is in the Facebook group or look who else like follows our Instagram and you'll be able to see if someone is in your area, probably if they have their city in their bio or on their Facebook page. And then you guys can connect on your own and be like, okay, we probably already have all of these things in common. You listen to already friends. I listen to already friends. Are you on your wellness journey? Do you love to travel? Oh my God, same. Let's hang out. So if you guys did that and had a success story with it, please tell us. We would love to shout it out on here. Yeah. So we're definitely building up that group and trying to get more people in there to connect and meet. So go over to Facebook, already friends, Facebook group, join it and yeah don't be afraid to make some friends in there awesome well thank you guys for hanging out with us today this is another episode of already friends and we'll catch you next week bye, bye. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. If we want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys, we need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? Yes. So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.